Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, and with me this evening is Keith. Sean, he's on a night off, which um, I don't know, he deserves it. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He, he does, does yeah. Of course he does. The yeah. hardest working man in rock and roll, of course he yeah, does. Barry yeah. Gibb. <laughs> Barry well, Gibb. you'll just have to settle for Morrison Robin tonight, but <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. By the way, Any guests, call, any callers that want to come in and be Andy Gibb, the, the lesser-known brother, yeah. feel free. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, What was I going to say to you? Uh, can't remember now. Oh yeah, the artwork this week is of course um the Bee Gees, but we have two belters coming up in the next two weeks. I've shown them to Keith and Shawnee. Yeah, they're in bits laughing at them. They're courtesy of Ray Brady as always, and um, y- you'll see them next week. You'll see them next week. I've shown them. The, the man's as a well. genius. The man's yeah, a he genius. is a ma- he is a genius, and um. Emma has seen them as well. I've shown them to Emma because Emma just gets great crack out of them. Um. Bookmakers.com is the show sponsor. Check check them out at bookmakers.com. And you can, if you gamble, you can get some good offers on gambling. Odds, best odds, small these different bookies on whatever sport you want. Um, do so responsibly. Um, and if you don't gamble, you can use that website for comparisons, stats, all sorts of stuff. And um, it can help you in if you're doing anything on football. And if you're doing fancy football, I believe it's meant to be really good because, of course, I've just dumped me fancy football team forgot about it um, I won't have a chance of being anywhere near the top yeah. um, it is the call in show though Keith um, we is. will put the link in the chat this week okay we oh, put it in the chat well you don't put it in the chat uh, you don't put it in the chat and people go where do I get it and then like, yeah. they're refusing to click two buttons fair enough we're going to stick it in the chat as we say be respectful come on ask a question give an opinion We'll be the same. Anyone comes on and wants to act the idiot, we'll just remove them very, very quickly. Um, But look, it's not the best of times for Liverpool. Um, So if you want to come on with random questions that aren't football, we welcome them massively. Like just, you know, if if you want to ask Keith what his favourite tune to play in the Tim Whistle, anything like that. So keep that in mind, all right? Um, Let me see... uh, Sass Copley says, Caller is more likely to be Kieran Gibbs. Um, Emma Cavanagh says, Wait for these um, pieces of artwork that are, um, that are leading gas. Um, uh, P Max says, Imagine if they bought so you say they went Enzo two years ago for 15 million combined, but they are too dumb. Ah, look. No, 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 listen, no, 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 I kind of get where you're coming from, you know, because there's low. I do where get where he's coming from to a point because there is players floating around at the moment, and a fair few of them, where you go fucking hell, they've they've done that again, 
you know, or this team, Benfica, they were all the time. Yeah. Brighton are showing a bit of um, form for this. And <clears throat> the only thing I would say with, with, with that is, if we sign a player at 19, 18, 19 years of age, and we sign him for a, a certain amount, the first thing you'll hear from the fan base is, ah, what are we doing with that? Why didn't we put it that 10 million to somebody else? And I kind of get it. P-Max has taken a risk. Yeah, I, I completely don't get that. They've taken a risk on Carvalho. Yeah. They've taken a risk on Elliot. They've taken exactly. a risk on Ramsey. They're Calvin the three Ramsey, players. Yeah. And, you know, they're the players we've chosen. And, you know, maybe uh, they probably could look at South America a bit more. And I know Keith would, would absolutely be all Put it this way, right? Look for Alan Varela, right? Alan Varela is a mid central midfielder that plays for Boca Juniors. You'll get him for 15 million, I think, his buyout clause, euros or dollars or something like that. Mm. And Alan Varela is going to be the next big midfield player to come through Argentina. He'll. I'd seen him linked with Benfica to replace Enzo Fernandez. I don't think he went in the end. But if Liverpool brought him in for 10 million people, it'd be like, why are we bringing him in for 10 million? Because he wouldn't play. He has to develop. He has to learn. Like, so Isaido had to learn to play. Now, I think he's brilliant. I, I love Isaido. I think he's one of the best midfield talents in the world. But if we'd have brought him in for 4 million people, it'd be like, the fuck is this? You know, so we have to go and develop somewhere. And that's that's the, the balancing act. You know what I mean? Is it a mix, though? Is it a mix between having to develop somewhere and the football world just gone mad? Yeah. Like, Chelsea like, have Like, like let's be honest about it. Benfica put that buyout clause of 120 million euros in thinking yeah. no one will ever go near it. You know, yeah. it's just protecting them in some way. But what? how long has he had Benfica? A year. He only signed for them last year. 10 million. Year. 10 you know million I mean? euros. Or a year. They went for so, last season. It's one of those. Oh, we have a caller. Oh. Here we go. Gar. Let me see. Uh, guest. Here we go. There's Gar. Oh, it's Gar. Hi, Gar. Hi, How Hi, Gar. How's it going? Good. Good. Well, I'm looking behind you there. Do you still hold CDs and DVDs and stuff? Yeah, I've, I've quite a collection of um, heavy metal and black metal and death metal and all sorts of all nice. the best music. It was a song. Any, a song. Chris, any Chris Christopherson, no? No, I've got. Well, I, I might have a few suggestions for Keto for the old playlist for the golf day. You never know. Well, there you go. Ooh. Yeah, why not? Oh, of course. But this yeah. golf day might be a bit different because we are possibly looking at a ballot session followed by a DJ. But oh, I'm sure we could slip a few um Spotify, in there Spotify playlists in. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, what do you want to talk to us about? Bit of slur. Um, I all the talk is of well. But a lot of the talk is of people thinking that we're probably probably getting Bellingham in the summer. Mm. What what if the, the 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 unbelievable happens and we don't get him? Mm-hmm. Is there still going to be the money to spend? And who do you spend it on? Um, a, a lot of people feel that Liverpool will look very foolish if they don't sign Joe Bellingham. Um, mainly because we've been the most linked with him. Um, I think it's and I always forget his name. Who's the German journalist? That done went big on Bellingham just after the war. Platten, Platten, Platten. No, 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 no. Fark, is it? No. Ah, uh, Christian Falk. Falk, is it? So yeah. he he, he goes boy. he goes quite big on it, and he doesn't do it, you know, by writing an article or throwing a, a mystic tweet out. He goes on to shows, and um, the Anfield rap I think was one of them, and he's basically telling you like Liverpool are absolutely all over this. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. And that's following on from, it might have been just before or after the World Cup, but in between that guy, you had, um, you had, of course, Henderson and Trent being, like, literally, he was he was their shadow throughout the World Cup. And 
they may look a bit foolish if they don't sign Joe Bellingham. I believe, I believe that if the if Joe Bellingham is going to Liverpool, it's already decided. That's my yeah. belief. That's my I belief. Agree. If he's going to Liverpool, City, whoever, I think it's already decided. I think Joe Bellingham plans his future in a way that, for me, he's probably started to plan it since last August. But your question was if they don't sign Joe Bellingham. Um, there is value. There's value in the Premier League. There is, yeah. well, there is, there is value, but but the thing is, like, not only how good Joe Bellingham is, but he's nineteen years of age, yeah. And you're looking, you, you, like, it's a massive investment, and it should be done aside to anything Liverpool do elsewhere in the market, on my opinion. But he he covers you, he covers you for ten years. You know what I mean? And he'll pay for himself. He what I wonder, himself. what I wonder about Bellingham is if they don't get Bellingham, and I think something that I think about it is. Liverpool will look stupid. Well, they'll only look stupid because fans have have made it out that Bellingham's a done deal. You know what I mean? We all think that the media links are thinking that. Liverpool, if they go from or not, they'll look at the price. You know, and we were only talking about Caicedo, Enzo Fernandez, these types of lads. The prices are just going up and up for what you can get. Liverpool might not be interested in Joe Bellingham if they if you're talking about 150 million euros. If it even even if it is that, but if they don't go for Bellingham, I personally agree with you, Gav. I think that Bellingham is done wherever he's going. It's not going to be a deciding in June or anything like that. And I think I think he ends up at Liverpool. But if he doesn't, I don't think that's a case of them. Well, we have 150 million boxed off for Bellingham. Let's sign someone else. I think Bellingham is a deal. And if that doesn't happen, they're just going to look at cheaper alternatives. I think you'd look at two players for 30 million rather than spending that whole thing that's i think that money if it's if it is there and it is a goer i think that's a money for bellingham and bellingham alone and if bellingham doesn't work they don't Klopp isn't getting that money for someone else that's just my opinion on it i yeah, think they're separate cheaper players I think they go <coughs> for Matthias Nunes but, but, and someone else and for a combined fee of 70 million and that's what i think they'll do with the midfield do you not think that the need is there certainly now in the summer that they're going to have to bring in two, maybe three. You know, there's there's a lot of players in that team. Yeah, okay, some are having a bad season and they might turn it around. There's players that are going to be leaving at the end of the season. There, there's a lot of business to be done outside of one player. Well, I think yeah. I think if you look at, at where Liverpool squad stands at the minute, and I haven't read a lot into this, Gar, because I'm busy doing other things. Right, I don't. I, I get a second and third hand as to how our squad stands currently. I think we've filled our quota for um, non-grown homegrown players, and we're one short uh, of a homegrown quota, which means we can only. I think we can only name a 24-man official squad, but you can use players then under 21 as many times as you like, right? Um, what I would see is that if Bellingham comes in and K the goals, that basically. You know, one swaps for the other because Bellingham doesn't count as a, long, a homegrown player for another season. All right. So then, if 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 Ox and, and Milner leave, you have to get Milner two homegrown stands. players in, and that's where you have to start looking in England. That's where you have to start looking at Mason Mount, um, Jacob Ramsey. You know what I mean? Like we could Ramsey, I'd go for. I but go but for. we can, we 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 couldn't like if people said oh Bellingham and and Saicedo and Fernando Fernandez, isn't it? Um, we couldn't do that. With the squad as it is, we cannot do that. You know what I mean? So, to answer your question after we've been very long-winded, I think they have to go for Bellingham. If they don't get him, I agree with Keith. I think that's going to be a case of, that's there for Bellingham, but if it doesn't happen, 
we're just going to go down the route of a not you know a transfer window and this was an outlier over here on its own and they have to look english based i think Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher at Chelsea are there for the there for the taking and i think they're two very very good players i've, I've liked either. i've liked Gallagher since he was along with West Brom yeah. and i think Jacob Ramsey although Villa would be wouldn't like to sell and i don't think they're in the position where they need to i think they're the two at the moment maybe in english players where you go yeah, that's where I go. Royce is being mentioned in the chat. War Prowse is being mentioned in the chat. I think Royce will stay in London. I think he's a homeboard. Yeah. Um, and I was didn't stay in Ireland. I totally, I totally go to Chelsea, but with Chelsea are signing these midfielders, maybe that's not it. Um, but yeah, that's where I stand. Where do you stand, Keith? Because I have another call I went to get in, Keith. This has gone yeah. mentally here. I think yeah, like it's it's crazy, but I think Milner stays. I think the homegrown thing will keep Milner. Will keep Jones. I think Liverpool, there was an excellent article by Paul Tompkins, um, if anyone reads Paul Tompkins stuff, and he was bigging up Tyler Martin coming back, and I forgot all about Tyler Martin, and he could be brought back in, so maybe Liverpool are looking at two midfielders in the summer, Tyler Martin, Stefan Bacetic being part of the squad, and people don't want to hear that, but they're probably looking at these as part of a rebuild, and who knows what Klopp's going to do. But people, people don't like that because people don't like that because in an in an ordinary world you'd say Henderson moves down the pecking order a bit, Fabinho's yeah. okay, Thiago's okay. But now you're looking going Henderson Fabinho, you, there's massive does massive doubts over both of them. So even though you're losing Ox, if you're losing Ox, say even Milner stays, you're losing Ox and you're losing Cater, um, right? You can't have two people doing the Milner role if you Henderson, Henderson Milner can't do it together. You know where they play an X amount of games. You you need more players, and I like Martin. I like um, Clarkson, isn't it? Is it Clark? What's his, yeah, name? Uh, Aberdeen. Yeah, and um, Bachetich. I like them all, but for me, uh, it's just a huge job. It's a huge job, and I'll keep saying it. They keep, they walk themselves into this, and yeah. they they left themselves so short of wiggle room, even in January. Um. It was it was weird because realistically all you could do in January was a homegrown player. And that's why I thought Mount or Gallagher you might have seen a bit of movement on, but it hasn't happened. But I'm just, thinking it's only gonna be two. Like I was under the impression that we need four. I think we're only gonna do two midfielders in the summer. Genuinely, I think we're only gonna do two. And I think he'll use them youngsters to come back in. And people will go mad about that, but it's like if we'd assigned Quisado for four and a half million again, you know what I mean? Mm. People would go mad. So who knows? But the more I'm seeing and thinking about it, I think they'll only do two. Because I think if they had three in mind, they'd have brought one forward and they didn't. And they didn't go for Quisada when bids were flying in. So I don't think he's on their list of players either. So yeah. it's, it'd be interesting to see. Mm, I will. Right, Gary, we have to let you go because um, there's people queuing up. Shawnee Lawson being yeah, one of them, but Shawnee is not next on. Um, Bertie is. So we're going to let Gar go and we're going to bring in Bertie. Cheers, Gar. Take it easy, Gar. Now, Bertie, jeez, it's all happening here. Keith. It's all go. It's all go. Bertie. All right, Bertie. How are you, my man? No, he has his volume up, so he's 10 seconds behind. This is like the Chris Barry farm oh, yeah. show. How are you? Bertie, what's going on? All right. Yeah, good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I have it on the telly. So I don't know what the fucking story is. Yeah. <laughs> Why on. wouldn't you? What's the question? Hopefully it's not football. Oh, no. Was, no, there's questions about... Uh, no, it's more like a comment. Just a pain me bollocks with fucking people. Let's be honest. Half the players we're linked with, 
Nobody has a fucking clue who they are. And right. they're going on, they're going rasher because they've lost these players. And it's like, nobody knows who they are. Not even a fucking clue who they are. You know, yeah. unless you're following all the time. And we get linked for like a second. And then next thing it's like, oh yeah, we don't have that fucking player. Or what are you doing? We don't know who they are. So there's a lot of people on Twitter like, fucking, do you have a clue what they're talking about? Like, I haven't a clue what I'm talking about. I'm following them all my life without having a clue. So would you be of the opinion that whatever happens, happens? Yeah. Yeah, you'll just show up in August and go, oh, look at all these new players. Um, And then you'll have to read up about them. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, so so let me get this straight, right? And it's a great way to look at things. I'm being honest with you. I'm really considering it myself, right? Um, We just, like, I kind of get where you're coming from, where you just go, you can be annoyed over what's going on with regards to signing and, and, and you know, results and stuff like that, but there's nothing you can do yeah. about it, is there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why fucking worry? Right. But you're I can, right. I can, feel, and I can feel the Bob Marley song coming on here. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, don't worry, yeah. No, yeah. but it is true. Like, no, but seriously, like, at the end of the day, like, we've no fucking control. The only control we have is if we buy a jersey from the fucking store or yeah. whatever. We go, right, we put that in. But at the end of the day, it's not point fucking losing your rasher over it. Because, like, what the fucking point? I did that for years of whinging and moaning, oh, we didn't get this, we didn't get that. And then you're like, at the end of the day, you look like a tick. So, you know, just fucking worry about it. It's a good point. I'm not worried about it at all, honestly. Players, players, fans lose their shit over players that they've never heard of or never seen. And there was famous yeah. one there years ago. Remember, Dave, you were linked with Didier Baptiste off Dream Team. Yeah, and that was it great. didn't happen, and people were going bleeding mad. And it yeah. was a make you player, you know, like it, it, yeah. it's a, it's a fucking dopamine hit of being linked with anyone that people go mad about. I mean, it doesn't happen. Fucking bleeding team, they're all letting you down. This that yeah. you're at. and it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's absolutely crazy. But look, you're well, right. People well, can't watch all these players. The Eurovision, but I don't ever. You, you want to talk about the Eurovision? Talking, yeah. Yeah, I'm worried about, like, I think we have a good chance this year with fucking the songs. <laughs> okay. There's two who, songs who, there on Friday. Who, who, oh, hold on. Who's, in it? who's, who's singing for us? Is it this Friday? This Friday on the late late, yeah. Right, okay. So, who's ah, it? Don't, don't tell me you now one of the bleeding Westlife lads is at the writing something. Oh, no, no. It's, it's your man, the old fucking, uh, what's it called? The Sex Pistols, John Lloyd, and that's a lot of bollocks. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Johnny Rotten. Yeah. But there's two songs, honestly. There's two songs that might do it. Right. I'm looking forward when to you, it. When you, like you say that vision? might do it, just get us into the final, not win it. Like, because we haven't qualified. Yeah, get into the final. Bit of, bit of interest. Sorry, you know, we're not in any cup finals yeah. this year, so we might as well have That's some true, interest. Yeah. And come we here, is your vision, is your vision still on a Saturday, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you do Tuesday, Thursday, and then do you do Saturday, the final? Yeah. Oh, the semi-finals now, isn't there? If you have yeah. to qualify yeah. for um, Yeah. So, so this Friday, we decide what Who's going forward yeah, for yeah. Ireland? Into the into. I the... no doubt they'll have fucking Linda Martin sitting there like a gobshite and <laughs> yeah. fucking Louis Walsh or whatever. She's still knocking around the Eurovision, yeah. Oh, she's mutton dressed as mutton. Dogs and fucking this that and the other. <laughs> dogs. Well, she can't be on the. She's not on the late late with the dogs, is she? Oh no, but she she you know I don't mind what she does. It's just paying the hole. Like it was fucking twenty years ago she won, you know. Yeah, she's living okay. like she's dining out on that, isn't she? No, no, no. Ask me bollocks. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come, here, 
Right, so, so of our winners, that one anyone was. that doesn't know this, um, the Late Late Show is, of course, the longest running chat show in world history. It's on a Friday night about half nine, isn't it? On, yeah. on RT television. You get the RT player on an app. So, Friday night, go and check out the, the Late Late, Linda Martin, you'll know when you see her. And um, they'll be picking the song that can go forward for the Eurovision. And remember, um, if they get it through the qualifiers, we're all we're all apart. Bertie's bus you know, uh, for the Eurovision. A good Eurovision Saturday night. Yeah. You're having a few points, which I miss or whatever. <coughs> Come here. Can, it's I on. Can I ask you something? Because honestly, my dad used to do this. Right? My dad used to do this right when the Eurovision was on. He used to watch the Eurovision on Irish television, right? And if Ireland yeah. won it, he'd insist you switched over to the BBC to see the reaction. Yeah, they'd be from sick. From the UK yeah. of Ireland, winning. <laughs> he's sick. And yeah. Wogan used to be on it, didn't he? Yeah, Wogan was the place. My dad's the same. I can't even put on the national an- British national anthem in the house. Right. If the if a match starts, I have to put it on mute because <laughs> my dad <laughs> okay. goes fucking mad. I'm strongly considering uh, Bertie just to host this show from here on in. Um, from next week onwards, it's Bertie just Bertie's I'll do it with minimum. my cousin Sean, you'd be grand. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's so trying to get in here, so I'm going to have to let you go. But thanks a million for the, <laughs> for the question about the football, but even more so about the Eurovision. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm worried about Eurovision. I want to get back. Yeah. Can't be having Sweden. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to take that um, that title Choices. back, bring it home, as they say. Yeah. I hope if they win it, <laughs> I hope there's a parade down O'Connell Street. Oh, open top. Yeah, we can, we can sing It's Coming Home. Fuck them. Yeah, you know? exactly. okay. Bring her home. Bring her home. Come on, Linda. Bring her home. Right. Come oh, yeah. on, Bertie. Oh, right. <laughs> right, here we go. Shiny Lawson wants to come in. Um listen. There he is. Yeah, follow that, Shiny. I'll tell you something. There he is. He's deadly, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that of course Bertie is um shot. He's your cousin, isn't he? Yeah, he's like he he's literally me. I, I don't I don't even know whether any of my other cousins watch this, but he's the best cousin in the world. <laughs> and I'm, okay. and I'm, you know what my family's like. I've about fifty Big, of them. Yeah, Paddy Lawson vibes off him alright. Does Paddy? He, he looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Albert yeah. is a fucking Albert is a legend. You know what? I'm actually gonna talk him into to coming on. I've been doing it for a while. He was at my party. He's met him. Yeah, it's probably there's a few shots. Yeah, we had a few on us that night because we are yeah, we are singing in a pub. Um, what were we singing? Um, Garth Brooks. We're singing those of him. Ah, oh, he was oh, on fucking the lady rang in because you are like Bertie. I was like, that's fucking Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie votes. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. Shani, have you got a question for us? <laughs> yeah. Go on. Now, please don't be football. What's your favourite woman noise? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if we can tell this story. Can we tell no, it? I don't think you can. No, no, I don't think we can. But uh, like, all I'll say to you is, right, as most people will know um, that watch this channel, me and Shawnee will be on Xbox most nights. After I finish work and stuff, I go on to Xbox for an hour, play FIFA, Call of Duty, just at one point. And there's a group of us in there. And when I say something come up on that the other night where a person appeared in our party right um our chat party and he arrived in and he was asked the question um what is your favorite humming noise right i'm not going to tell you what his reply was um and i'm not going to tell you what the reply to his reply was but when i say right there was five of us i think in the chat at the time and when i say neither and none of us said a word after this comment for about 15 minutes there was lads nearly getting sick, 
right? With <laughs> laughter. And honest to God, honest to God, I would tell you the story, but I can't because I just can't. And honest, like, I came down the, the stairs the following morning, laughing coming down the stairs. And my wife said to me, I don't know what you were doing last night. But I was listening to a podcast upstairs and I had to hurry my phone up to the maximum in the bedroom. <laughs> so so I could drown you out um, with the laughter. But uh, If anyone wants to know what it was, DM me on Twitter. DM <laughs> Shawnee on Twitter and he'll and let you know. You couldn't tie it on the air. No, you, 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 just, you just couldn't. The chat is um, hopping, late them wanting more. That's what it's all no, about. No, no, we, we can't. You, you couldn't. It's one, those, um, it's one of those. It's one of those. But is that your only question, Shawnee? Now, uh, what was I going to say? can't remember what I was going to say. It's actually, it's, you know what? I do the podcast every week, mm. and it's nerve-wracking when you're calling in. You're <laughs> spot. No, I'm not yeah, you look nervous, yeah. yeah. You're flaked yeah, out on the sofa there. Oh, Jesus, I'm not going to Now, it's not as easy as it looks when you're putting the spots up. Let someone else in who might have a question and keep it up. I love this format, by the way. I wasn't able yeah. to get on this week, but I'll definitely be on next <coughs> We're week. keeping it once a week because people like it. That's and it. I'd, I'd say we'll have a few new recruits coming on up. What's your oh. record? There's a few on tomorrow. We could be going to a back five. We could be going, we could be going with sweeper. We could be doing all sorts. Um, Go on, lads. It could be a diamond formation. Go on, you head off and we'll let Go someone on, else blue. in. Zero. Um, that reminds me that the viewer's voice tomorrow has three new people on. Three, Matt's, Matt's hosting, but three people that have never done a podcast with us around tomorrow. That's the whole idea. Um, yeah. You know, lovely. Um, viewers with voicing their opinions. So As you keep saying, once you have a decent setup and a decent connection, it, it's open to once people don't come on and abuse people, they can come on and do pods, you know, and that's what the viewer's voice is. So. Love it. Happy days. Yeah. Um. Any anything else happened to Jordan the week? Where we're where we're here? Anything going on? Uh. No. Nothing really. Um. Busy. 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 Um. What are you listening to this week? For, uh, music was. Uh. This week I'm listening to a lot of um nineties rock music. Well, do you know what's funny? I'm listening to a lot of BJs since we got that BJ's right. uh picture done. So that's all the influences us. So yeah, I got a, a bit of the BJs, a lot of Phil Fighters and a lot of um Metallica. That's where I'm at at the moment. But you know I, I switch and chop and change all the time. Um but yeah a bit of what else am I listening to? Yeah. Phil Fighters. I love all that sort of not heavy like Gar was in the I, black I, metal. I stopped I stopped listening to music during the day. I'm I'm just I'm podcasts all the time on the opposite i was podcasts all the time and now i've gone back to music i just think yeah yeah look i i, I genuinely walk walk around with an airpod in my ear all day like from yeah. the time i grew up even dropping the kids to school it's in my ear and as soon yeah. as the kids are going to school it's bang the podcast is on and it's yeah. it could be football it's crime um true you listen to yourself? i'm just oh, there's um there's just so much good stuff out there um at the moment so yeah. that's what I'm doing. Um, oh, sorry, we have another caller. Sagun, has he been on before? Sagun was on before, yeah. Okay, let's on. let's get a question from Sagun. Let's see. Guess two. Sagun. There he is. How are you, Sagun? How are you, man? What's your question? Okay, my question is... Uh, if... Uh, let's assume that we have a budget transfer budget of 200 million which okay. i doubt <laughs> that's a big presumption 
yeah. in summer <laughs> in summer do you think we should go for based on what uh liverpool needs do we do you think we should use 100 million for jude i don't believe we should do that i don't think that would be the that would be the, the best for us but i just want to find your opinion about that 200 million okay so we have a war so let's, yeah so let let's go off the basis that we get nothing for ox nothing for milner if he goes Kate. and nothing yeah. for Kate. right so so incomings is going to be very small so 200 million to try fix this squad um It has to be midfield. I think forward boys were fine. I think yeah. defensively were, were yeah. fine. No, you know, I, I think, think defensively is a good well. No, I, I, I think I think I think if you're going well, I tell you what. If you're giving me Joe Belling for a hundred million, yeah. I'm taking it. All right. I'm doing another midfielder. A fifty. I'm doing another a twenty. And I'm doing a £30 million centre-back. Would that get you to 200 There or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, that's 200 But I really, I think we we need to find a way of, uh, the way, I don't know if the policy did not change. I think we need to find a way of doing this, the risk uh players that we are not sure whether they will perform or not, whether uh, at a very low price, like less than 10 million, bring them into the team and see whether they are going to, if they perform, you can either send them on loan to even check whether they are fine and uh, maybe sell them off from there. Because we, you know, after Brewster, we've never, we've, we haven't sold anyone <laughs> for for something significant. So I think if we have the two hundred million, for me, I think we need to get more players. Some of them we might probably leave them to be to be on loan because I'm just looking at uh, yesterday. I saw the list of what Brighton has done: four million, three point five million, and they are selling these guys. Even if you are selling them for thirty million, is a lot of money at this point. So that's what I'm I'm thinking. I know, yeah, there's the we are more particular about what is happening on the feed. But at the end of the day, of this feed finances, we creep back to the on the feed, which is currently what we are what we are going through. I. I tell you what, and people are saying in the chat, you will be more likely to go over about 120 million. So I think you're down to three players. I think I think you're looking at if Bellingham's 120, and we're not going off the thing that he's done to the side, and you have more money. Um, I'm still doing a midfielder at about 50 million quid, and I'm doing a centre back at 30. Um, who they are, I don't know, but at 50 million quid, you're probably like just we've we've spoken about them. The likes of um Kone, Toram, there's loads of them out there that go for less than that. You know what I mean? And you could go centre back because you're starting to get doubts over nearly all the centre backs now. Um John threw a good name in there <coughs> and Dickie. Yeah, um, and Dickie is free, isn't he? He's a free. 
yeah. know, and that could be something that he might look to do. Um, linked with a lot of clubs, and he is a good player. Um, he could be one to watch, you know, and, and maybe Liverpool need to get smart again. Um, where the way I say it, I, I personally, I'd sell Joe Gomez and I'd sell Fabinho, and I'd try and get if you got, I don't know, 60 million for the two of them, who knows? Um, I think that would be good, but then I think you'd need to be. I'd say Bellingham plus one, and I think it'll be Matthias Nunes. But if I'm selling Fabinho, I'm looking for a defensive midfielder as mm. well. And if you're getting Dick on a free, I just think Liverpool need to go back to being smart. I love Enzo Fernandez and I love Moise Caicedo, two of my favourite young players in the world. But I wouldn't want Liverpool to spend 180 million, 190 million on the two of them because mm. it's too risky. And Liverpool need to get away from the we risk. Can't take, we can't take. Yeah, I know what you're saying. We, we can't. We should take more risks, but we can't we can't write off as much as other clubs yeah. simply because of the way we're around. Yeah. You know, yeah. Chelsea Chelsea could genuinely get Enzo Fernandez and in two years' time we're going, What the fuck have they done there? And they just go look at sell him for forty and look at Coy Havertz, ninety million they paid for Coy Havertz. Yes, I know. Um, yeah, I actually think that uh, Enzo Fernandez would probably uh he might be a good player at the end of the day, but I'm thinking that the pressure on him in Chelsea may be too much yeah. and not really perform. As in Very true. Yeah. No, <laughs> but but yeah. like we, we kind of scoffed when you said 200 million there, but like you're probably going to have to go close to that in the summer. Mm-hmm. And it's not, that's not people saying, you know, we have to spend 200 million just to say we've spent 200 to fix certain things in this squad. It might be three players that you need and you go, that squad is refreshed. But the price is where they're at at the moment. 200 million feels like it's three players. Like, genuinely feels like it's three players. Um, are a push. You know, unless, like Keith said, you start getting clever again and you do like a Toram for 30 million euros or you do a centre-back for 40 million euros and you go, you know what, they're perfect. And then you look at, you know, if you want to replace a Fabinho or you want to replace players leaving, but we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, Sugan, we're going to have to let you go because there's another call. Thanks, to get in. This is flying. Take care. Um, thanks a million, mate. Cheers. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. He's a good caller. Oh, good yeah, he is. Always good. Yeah, I like Sagoon. He's a good egg. Yeah, um, Kev O'Sullivan only you'd get 30 million for Kelleher as well. I forgot about Kelleher as another one that'll go. <laughs> I don't think you'll get 30 for him, to be honest, but I think you'll get decent, decent wedge. So I think we might have to be a bit more, not ruthless, but mm. genuinely, I think Fabinho, I'm really, really worried about him. I don't think he'll come back, yeah. so I would sell him. And if you can sell, Gomez being English will always attract a decent fee, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, and you throw Kelleher in, you might be able to score up about yeah, I know, but then, but then you're, but then you're, you see, I, my worry over the goalkeeper thing is if you sell Callagher, Allison has this thing where he go missing for four or five yeah. games a season, and where yeah. Liverpool are in the levels we play at, not this season, but levels we played at other seasons, you have to be on it every game, yeah, you know, and you bring in a backup goalkeeper just to clear up something so you can get, do something in midfield. It feels a bit too risky to me, and I know we want to take more risks, but genuinely, like if we. They do they do rate him, but the thing is, right? We haven't seen him playing two yeah. games in a row for Liverpool. We haven't seen him play one game competitively yeah. for Liverpool. And the, the problem is, and I said this about Keller the other day, people are going, you know, oh, would you sell Alisson and keep Keller? We haven't seen Keller do a run of 10, 12 games at Liverpool yeah. and be in a title race or be in, you know, it, it's it's one of those. And I just think, um, I, 
I'm a bit wary of the selling of Kelleher, but I understand if he wanted to go because he wanted yeah. to go. Yeah, I think if you're if you're selling Kelleher, I think you probably do need to bring in an experienced English or homegrown keeper to replace him. I wouldn't be extending Adrian or anything like that. And I know he's at United now. Jack Butland is the type. Tom Heaton was at United. Oh, they've loads of these English backup keepers. Scott Carson at Man City. I think if you had a keeper that could step in for a couple of games, well, he's not going to be Allison. That he was just able, and you bring the young lad Davis through and give him the odd cup game, they might get away with it. I just, I think they have to be a bit clever. You know what I mean? If you're losing yeah. a lot of homegrown players, you have to be smart with who you bring in because I feel we've we've not. If you're letting, Keller, if you're letting Kelleher go though, and you're selling them, you you definitely should be inserting something saying if we want to sign him back in the next two years, yeah. at this price, you know what I mean? I don't know how long you can go for. You probably go two or three years, but yeah. you know. He's that highly rated, Kelleher. That I don't know if a club will agree to three years. They probably agree to two. Yeah. Um. With when they're looking at Allison's age and stuff like that, but we'll see. Anyway, um, we've another caller. Here we go. Um, Sean is the caller. Let me see now. No camera. I don't think. That's he's fine. Muted himself. He's muted himself now. <gasps> don't do that to us. Um. Unmute yourself, there, Sean. Sean has muted himself. He's trying his best. We leave him there for a second. And then we might have to take him back out and let him try come back in. He has muted himself. Um but yeah, it's 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 one of those where I'm just I'm just a bit wary of it. That feels like you're Callahan might want to go, but that feels like you might be cutting off your nose to spite your face a little bit. Yeah. And it might hurt you down the road. And you know, there will be people out there desperate to say, Oh, well, if he wants to go sell him and get all this money, that's fine. But if there's a bit like where you just want Keller to go for because you see thirty million there. There's, there's a bit more to it than that, you know. Sort of well, thing. I I think we've ruined our chances of keeping him by, and I know not Klopp playing him in the cup, not playing him in the cup. I think the first game. They, sorry, yeah, they played yeah. him subsequently, but yeah. Klopp more or less came out and said no, we won't be playing him, and then backtracked on it. So I think that might have. I think he will look at twenty four years of age will look to play regular now and I think it will be very hard to keep him. Now I do agree if you can get a boy back on him. Brilliant. If you can loan him, yeah. why not? Okay. No, the player the, we've we've tried to get Sean in twice and he keeps muting himself. So um I don't know what's going on there, Sean. Um anyway, what have we got? We've nineteen minutes left because we do do we do insist on this being an hour, don't we? Yeah. If um yeah. if you've any other if you've any questions non football preferably and you don't want to come on to the show throw them in the chat and we'll, an- we'll answer a few of them um, just on some other clubs though um, you were talking last week about Everton and I was listening to Dave Downey in the Blue Room and they were just they were a bit beside themselves in disbelief as to what had gone on um, basically the, the way they were saying like they were looking at interviews from Mashiri going back to five days before Lampard sacked and yeah Talks coming out that they get a forward and then they sell Gordon and then Gordon is quoted as saying, "Look, they got good money; they can reinvest it now to try stay up." And then they don't invest anything. They they actually shut down a rumor that they're linked with a free transfer in, in Andre Au, um, or Au, whatever way you want to say it. And like I said it the other night on the show, I think if this, I think if Deutsch keeps them up, it's probably the best. Like it's one of the best survival things you've ever seen. Because it's like, but and, and I'm not saying it's the worst squad you'd ever see go down. Don't get me wrong. There's other squad or or miraculously stay up. Like you look at, was it West Brom in 2004? 
under Brian Robson yeah, I think yeah, stayed yeah. up Jeff Horsfield was playing for them different things but it's it's the whole fact that it's toxic there the fans have been the, the owners are blaming fans for stuff that didn't happen you've got the fans uh, the board don't want to show up at games the owner saying things like sacking the manager isn't his decision you've got Bill Kenroy there that holds about 2% of the club and seems to have a huge fucking yeah a lot of power like, doesn't he like, for a man do you know, what the, do you know what the funniest thing about it was right and I, I messaged Dave every so often and, and we chat and he's one here last week and he was excellent right and we'll get him back on in a yeah. couple of weeks but he what he was what he's been saying is Bill Kenroy doesn't own that club he's the chairman that holds about 2% of the club right but he seems to have massive sway in all these decisions and Dave was convinced that literally him and Mashiri, despite Mashiri owning a massive amount of the club, right, and being the owner, overall owner, they have massive head-to-heads over who who should be the manager, who should sign and all, right? And there's a statement made by Bill Kenroy, right, on Sean Dyche's um, appointment. And at the end of it, he goes on about this and that and that. And do you know what he says at the end of it? And I, When he said this, it's unbelievable, but apparently it's true. He wrote his last line of the statement, and Mr. Mashiri agrees with me. As if, like, this has all happened, I've decided, but Farah Mashiri is absolutely fine. Yeah, with. the money man agrees, you know. It's crazy. The only thing I'd say about Everton, the only thing is their squad is underachieving. A, a manager like Deutsch, I think, will have them playing much better with much more fight, much more heart than Lampard. Lampard's a con man. He was a con man at Chelsea. He was even a con man at Derby. You know what I mean? He's he's a, a manager that he lives off his reputation and his name as a player and not as a coach. Whereas I think Deutsch will go in there and it'll be pig ugly. And the likes of Tarkovsky, Dwight McNeil, who we had at Burnley, will be all over it. Um, they'll be players they lean on heavily. But they haven't got a forward, in my opinion, worth a show and Calvert Leon is woeful and he could be injured and anyway that's their worry is that he if they don't get someone to score the goals they might struggle but I can see a transformation in Everton that I think I can see them if they keep Calvert Leon fit where they'll walk like dogs right and they'll have Mopay walking like that and they'll have Calvert Leon walking like that and they'll get as many balls in the box for him as they can Mm. that'll be it and he'll have them drilled on attacking and defensive set pieces, like yeah. within an inch of their lives. And that's where you try to get out of them. But the problem he has is, is that that's all well and good, right? But if everything go a goal down from here on in, that crowd turns on them like yeah. that, right? And they'll forget, like, put it this way, they could be really in a game against Arsenal at the weekend. Solid, you know, and a bit of, you know, absolutely boring the fucking arse off Arsenal, right? And, getting the odd chance we're here and there and it's all long ball and it's the percentages into the corner and everyone's kind of going, well, we're doing really well here and Arsenal score with 15 to go. And I genuinely believe that the fans are good as them be like, no, you can't keep playing like that. You have to go and, you know, fucking yeah. change football in the next 15 minutes and that's where he has the problem. And yeah, Lampard is not any tactical genius. I don't think he's a great motivational person. You know, like, you know, like, Seamus Coleman is a great servant for Everton. But I thought Lampard patronising them when they, when they stayed up against Palace. Going, this, is, he, this fella is one of the best fellas I've ever met in football. And, and I'm kind of going, you know the fella fucking three months. like Don't patronise him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, But I think I think they're in, 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 in massive trouble. Um, 
Sean P. Casey um, and the Road Empire, which is Dom, he was on last night, he was really good. Um, he said they delayed Deutsch because he knew they couldn't afford to bring anyone in. Yeah, I think you're bang on. And the Blue Room said the same. Yeah. Sean P. Casey asked very simply, Do you have an air fryer? I have an air fryer, but it's, br- it's on its last legs. Yeah. Um, That's because you keep the- trying to make cake in it. I haven't made a cake in it because I, I don't can. trust you it. Can't make you cakes, can. Of course you can. Can't. 100% you can. But I'm going to be buying. You can't fry the a cake. The story is, I have a Philips air fryer at the moment. Right. It's, it's literally hanging together. It's it's right. in bits. So I'm going to look for a new one. And I am going to look for a cake, the ability to make bake a cake in it. So watch this space. But air If you get an air fryer and bake a cake in it, yeah. I will go to your house and eat it and live stream it with you. Yeah, no, but right. I could make okay. one now. You just put your pack. Do you know what I put in? Do you know what I put in the oven, uh, in the air fryer for the first time? I just oh. love throwing sausages in it, right? Yeah, chicken Greasy nuggets, pigs, chicken goujons, yeah. anything for the kids. Fuck it in there, right? I actually threw like um, a roast chicken in it the other day. Yeah, the came out fucking amazing. I have to say, yeah, don't have to throw it. Just leave it there. Um, unbelievable so there we go yeah we do have air fryers and they are of amazing big um, advocates of air advocates of air fryers around here Paul Ver, Ver- I was going to bring that one up Ver- Paul Versage Versage is it Versage Versage I'm going to say anyway um, but it, that name reminds me a bit of um, the guy that scored the hat-trick for Woking against West Brom in the <laughs> 91 FA Cup or 91 um, Tim Bazaglo I don't know why yeah. um, right lads best point of Guinness you've had mine's is Martins and Fingless um, never drank a man's and things. Oh, Played snooker in the classic beside it though. Um, it's the grave diggers. Yeah, it'd it's have to be the grave diggers, wouldn't it? It is the grave because I think he says four that down. Right. Uh, but trust me on this. It go to Martin's if you get a chance. Was in Cavanaugh's last week. Um, okay. The yeah, the, the best point diggers. to Guinness I've ever had is the grave diggers. Um, off out the back of Glasnevin Cemetery. Yeah. Um, it's phenomenal to be quite honest it's in you. it's a mad pub it's in the back of a little housing estate yeah in the backs onto the cemetery and yeah. i was in there a couple of years ago and a blade and double decker bus of a stag party showed up yeah. and all these lads got out just to go because every tour guide and that will if you say where's the best point to guinness they bring it to the grave diggers the grave yeah. diggers is the business and i'm not a beginner drinker i'm only new to the game yeah you know yourself um Stephen oh, Lennon yeah. says the, the old foggy right. Jew. Um, I have to say, um, Ryan's on Camden Street has a phenomenal yeah. point of Guinness. We were in there a couple of weeks ago yeah. and we both had a point of Guinness. And yeah. then the next round, we moved on to Heineken. Yeah. And the barman was all upset looking. And Yeah, no, we just said lads? this could be long. This could get too yeah. heavy. We go on to Heineken. But no, it's good. Um, Red Steve asked the question. Um, we might get one caller in before we finish. Um, Gav Keith, what club do you want to see in the Premier League? Can be one that's disappeared for a while or one that's not being in it. Mm. Um, Coventry. I like Coventry. I yeah. like Coventry, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Not, I liked when were in it. Portsmouth. Oh, I see. I don't like Harry Redknapp and I never did like Harry yeah. Redknapp. So I have a bit of a thing against Derby County, Portsmouth. I don't mind. Yeah, Derby. They, they've had a few shots there, haven't they? Yeah. Um, who else? Is there any... Like, do you remember well, when Town, it first Luton started? Town were very yeah. close to coming up, and I just wanted Luton Town to come up so they could bring people down to Kenilworth Road and convince them it was a Premier League stadium. Yeah, because you still have a plastic you, pitch. You, well, you what? No, you walk through um, 
somebody's back garden literally to get into the <laughs> fucking main stand. It's it's mental. Yeah, Luton was mad. I remember in the eighties, and you'd be watching like Saint and Greavesy or whatever on a Saturday morning, and they'd show all the highlights, and and you'd see Luton, and it was a plastic pitch. Players hated going and playing on it. The ball had bounced, it'd go fucking twenty feet in the air. Loved it, great stuff. But Luton, yeah, Sawsbar, Coventry from the same area as well. When we, when we were younger, like Coventry were a decent team. Uh, I liked the sky blue gear that they had. Um, yeah, Coventry. Yeah. Go with Coventry. And after that, I don't, I don't really be bothered. What about the old school Premier League teams that haven't been heard of? Like Sheffield Oldham Wednesday, and, like, and stuff no, like Sheffield, that. Sheffield, yeah. Even older, Swindon and, and fucking yeah. Notts County and all. And they're not even in the league anymore. But... Nah, I'm... I, no, I, I don't really think about it, but Derby County probably. Um, I've I kind of, I've, yeah. Who would you like, Steve? You tell us what team you'd like. Yeah, to he see. should do. There's loads of names coming in. Um, for the pubs, Laszlo says the Stags head on Dame Lane used to be proper back in the day. Yeah, um, let me see. Um, Bills are beside Vicker Street. Tom Kennedy's, I think, a lovely point. Yeah, it is a good point. Again, if you're up that neck of the woods, a lot of the Bills was up around. Like Thomas Street and all the BDs, and wouldn't they? Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good Tom Kennedy is, is a good is a good is a good pub. Um, what was your favorite TV program growing up? Favorite TV. So when I was a kid, like I used to love uh, TJ Hooker, Dempsey, and yeah. Makepeace. You know all these yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. cop things. I oh, yeah, used yeah, to love all yeah. them. I used to love all them. Um, but when you're younger, you're just looking at cartoons and all. So if we want to go back to that, I used to love Mask. Do you remember Mask? I remember the film mask. No, not the no. What mask? The one with Rocky Dennis in it? No, was Cher? No, who no. wasn't Jim Carrey in the mask? No, he was in the mask. Yeah. No, <coughs> oh, sorry, but you were there in there. Yeah. So no, this was mask. It was like a cartoon and these cars, and they they turn into planes and all. Do you never never see mask? Does anyone in the no. chat remember mask? Dukes of Hazard. Oh, you love the Dukes of Hazard. The A-team, yeah. Yeah, the A-team. Saturday was deadly. Do you remember on Saturdays it used to be, um, it used to be Dukes of Hazard, the A-team, Highway to Heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Highway to, to Heaven? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And then, do you know what? And I was only thinking about this the other day, and uh, anyone that's watching now or listening um, afterwards, right, there used to be a show on a Saturday morning, and I was in Ireland watching it, but it was like, it was like an American sketch show. So it jumped from different things all the time. But there was one kind of sketch in it where it was like this diner. But the place was manky dirty. And your man that was serving was a chef. You know, the chef there that was doing the field. And he'd be snotting and he was manky. And he was giving the field and they'd be all looking at it going. And all the same people used to come in all the time. And they'd always look at the field and go, that's a bit... And I, I, I never remember the name of this show. And I know it's a very vague thing. I'll probably yeah. have to Google the life out to find it. But, um, <coughs> <coughs> it's way, something that maybe someone knows. Mask um, is getting great feedback in the Blade and Chat as well. What is? And not Mask, not their mask or the Rocky Dennis mask, but Mask mm. Crusaders. The Road End. Dom from the Road End is over in Ireland soon. I see in the Grave Diggers. Listen. Get into a taxi in Dublin, just say the grave diggers. Everyone knows, everyone yeah. knows the grave diggers. We daily get there in the summer, lovely yeah. summer. Stand outside, you know, because you're, get, you're not getting them, um, you're not getting TVs and, and all the sports on in oh, the grave diggers. Like, it's a sawdust job. It's mad going to the grave diggers and sitting in it, isn't it? Like, yeah. I went one time, it was cold out, so we sat inside, and I'm like, this is fucking weird in here because yeah. it's, it's, it's there's a big green, it's in the middle of a housing estate, it's a big green, and everyone just flakes out on the green with their Guinness. 
Yeah, there was spot. a question back here, and I can't remember where it's gone. And when I when oh, it's... there's a shelf, the littlest hobo. Did you watch the littlest hobo? Yeah. Was that um the little dog? There's a voice. Yeah. Keeps on calling well, me. What, what was the what was the film with the mouth, the mice in it? Um, Stuart Little. No, it's gone way back. We're talking air kid childhood, not fucking your kids. Childhood. Oh, right, right. Watership um, down. No. Fievel goes west. That yes. Thing. Yeah. What was the name what, of that? An American Tale, is it? Yeah, American, American Tale. Do you remember that? Yeah, All the yeah, kids bawling yeah. their eyes out with that. Do you remember that? But do you remember? Did you ever see Watership Down? No. We watched that in school, right? Primary school, they put it on. Everyone was in floods of tears. It's about the uh, rabbits and the animals in the woods, and they knocked out their blade and their their habitat to build on it. But like Art Garfunkel sings the song "Bright Eyes" is in it. Ah, it's a blade and tear jerker. Get on it. Watership down. Sit down with your kids and watch it. They'll enjoy it. They'll appreciate oh. it. Okay. They're probably, they're probably scared for life, but listen. Will be. Says. 100%. Uh, Aaron well, says Art Garfunkel and, is in it, so, you know. Pinky and the Brain. Madge Apple says Charlie's Angels. Um, yeah. I remember growing up in school, um, Home and Away. Remember secondary school, getting your lunch yeah. and going home, yeah. watching Home, home and Away. Lunch, yeah, Home and Away, 100%. Um. Archie says Watership Down is unbelievable. No, um, I but I, I can't remember. I can't remember that show. And I know I've given a very fucking vague. Yeah, it's it, but... some grubby restaurant. With a yeah, like, but it was like a sketch show where it went to different things going on in it. Yeah. And then it come to this thing and your mom was manky dirty. You know? But I, I can't remember what it was. Um, any Anyone wants to call in, do so now. We've four minutes to go. Yeah, um, lucky we're on a tangent here talking about old stuff. So we're extending. We're extending. We're, we're, um, we're, we're extending what? The show. No, it's we've nearly, four minutes nearly, left. Yeah, and you're looking for a new caller. So we're yeah, one caller. I'll get them out of the way. You just ask the question. Yeah. We go, yeah, yeah, you're right. We just hang up on them. <laughs> there you go. There's the, you've given the game away now. <laughs> All in the chat. Safe with the bell. That, yeah, that was another one. That was a blade. And you come in after a secondary skill job, wasn't it? And you'd be watching the likes of that. I always Prisoner remember. Cell Block oh, H. Jesus. Prisoner Cell Block H was mental, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? You know, a very fair reflection of female prisons. Um, none of these fancy dolly boards in there. They were no. all blade and they all the head off you. Yeah, John, yeah. John the Freak Ferguson and Lizzie Boardsworth. Great show. I used to watch that all the time. Did you ever see the remake of it that Blade and Wentworth? Pox. No. Don't bother with it. It's on at the no. moment. No. Monkey Magic. Yeah, Matt Sweeney. There you go. Monkey with the... Don't know it. Don't know you don't know? Fuck no. You do know Monkey. The Chinese thing. And Monkey and Pigs, he was in it. And Piggly and fucking someone else. And he was like a Kung Fu thing. Bertie, Monkey, the call of Merley, Bertie says, Gav, it's called You Can't Do That on TV. It doesn't make a bell, bro. I will Google it. I will Google it. Google it. Don't tell Google Bertie. It. Bertie's the top man. I will Google it. V. Just get him. There's just get him. Remember v. No. Just get him you back. No. The aliens. The no, we see there's like... aliens and I'm not interested. Ah, V was huge. Although, do you remember Jason and the Wheel Warriors? Yeah. Cartoon. And like, he was just looking for his dad forever. So you don't mind cartoon aliens, but sci-fi. Yeah, like someone said to me the other day, The Last of Us is amazing. And I went, what's it about? And someone said there's... They lost on the description of it. Is Was it, well, I don't know, was it was a vampires in, in Last of Us? I don't know. As soon as I heard Based that, I was like... Game, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Lazo says his ma is his ma you uh fucking love cell block H. <laughs> he used to let me stay up and watch it. Um, Same here, hundred percent. Yeah. 
Dylan loved the Crystal Maze or Brainiacs. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, the the Crystal yeah. Maze was deadly. Um, yeah, good old Richard O'Brien. Yeah, and he used to go on about his mile a lot, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, before we go back on the football quick, before we finish, so um, wasn't a great window, and um, we're not in great form. There's players fucking all over the place. What what's your outlook for the rest of the season? Just I'm not even what you think Liverpool can go, but. How are you going to just deal with the rest of the season? Are you just going to go, what happens, happens? Don't get too yeah. high, don't get too low? Yeah, I, I think the club have low off the season. Um, I think they're just going to save it off for the, the trademark big summer ahead. And in the chat earlier, people were saying, oh, well, why didn't they bring midfielders forward for too many? Because we're losing midfielders now. We're literally lads are out of contract so there has to be midfield players coming in I think they're going to write it off I think they're going to use Bacetic an awful lot and give him that experience I'd like to see Ben Doak being given more games not leaning on him as a starter by any means but just giving him more games more game time and seeing if there's a player there that he can develop because if you can bring in uh, Bacetic and if you bring in uh, Ben Doak and they're good squad options it saves you millions it means you don't have to do too much of an of an upgrade and I'd like to see the lads given that chance it's a down season let's be honest can we catch the top four every day I hear the new injuries you know you lose Kanate and all and you're like for fuck's sake when is it going to end so I think it could be row off and they'll just use it if they use it to blood in some of the youngsters I'll be happy with that but okay. the best thing I've done is come off Twitter it's yeah you're loving brilliant. it aren't you Oh, yeah. I didn't 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 know any transfers that happened yeah. because I didn't go to sports yesterday. Yeah. I only heard him walk today that Jorginho went to Arsenal and fucking Fernandez went to Chelsea. Didn't follow any of it. Loved it. Great days. We're talking about Saturday afternoons on TV. Do you remember Saturday nights, Unsolved Mystery and Cops? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. They, that was the double whammy, wasn't it? Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. What was your man's name? Robert something. Um, Stephen Lennon shouted out for Brookside. Oh, the Krypton Factor. Now that was amazing. Yeah. Krypton, Krypton factor, factor was, was right. fucking deadly. Yeah, because they had the, the beigeest man in the world. Was the host <laughs> yeah, and, and he'd have he a fella to come like on and he'd be like, hi, my name's Tom from wherever, right? And he'd be like, he'll be really good at figuring this stuff out. And he'd be like, and it'd be all shapes and all stuff going on. And he'd, re and he'd get it and he'd be really happy with himself. And then he'd go, right, Tom, your next challenge. And he has to run three miles across yeah. a field while a tank chases him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, weren't wait, you weren't reckoning on this, Tom. Um, yeah. But uh, Gladiators on a Saturday night is Emma Cavanagh's yeah. show. Um, you know, your early adolescence, you know what I mean? You're, Robert you're Stack, what's the man's audience. name? Robert, Robert Stack, Stack. That's it, yeah. Quantum Stack. Leap, Archie Dillon. Um, yeah, love Quantum Leap as well. There's loads of stuff. Um, loads of stuff. Olivier reckons great, the sketch go. The sketch I'm talking about was called In Living Colour. So it's in Living Colour or you can't do that on TV. I'm gonna check out both of them. Aveda saying Peh says Sean oh, Casey. Yeah, Are they bringing that back? They did. They brought it back a few years ago. No, they're talking about bringing it back. I only see it. Yeah. Well, they brought it back. They made remade it a few years ago. Your man Noel Clark out of um adulthood and kiddulthood was in it. Right. So they remade it there about probably about 15 fucking years ago now. But yeah, they definitely yeah. did the remake of it. Yeah, um, but look, uh, there's some great shows there. Baywatch, everyone watch Baywatch. Yeah, again, like, you know. Baywatch and Gladiators. Oh, Bullseye, them. Bullseye is a shout from Laszlo as well. Bullseye I used to love amazing. about Bullseye where like they'd get nowhere near where they were meant to go and go, ah, yeah. look, unlucky, unlucky. And then he'd say things like, um, now they've won that Bulls, Bullies, 
tanker than their, their set of darts and I went to go and um, they've won 14 pounds fair play to them and it'll take me the ad break to count it out and you'll be like yeah. what the fuck's going on here big huge notes look like a newspaper yeah. one yeah. two three you have massive there are eight four sheets of paper yeah. uh, MacGyver of course um, and Rory Fitzgerald said that uh, Dev Ladd has said that MacGyver was bleeding brilliant as well um, MacGyver was great yeah very he could do one Night Rider Night Rider was great yeah. Airwolf Noel's House Party yeah no, you remember, and of course, um, Mr. Blobby from there fucking got a number one off that, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't did, he beat yeah. like E17 to number one one year yeah, or something like that? Yeah, Christmas number one, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Day another day or something. I don't Mr. know, Blobby. but he def- Mr. Blobby definitely got number one in the yeah. early 90s. And I'm, I think it was a huge song he beat it to. But um, yeah. El Dorado followed by Going for Gold, says Darren Dunbar. There you go, yeah. Hold on, yeah. he had to be, he's sitting at home during the bleeding day. Yeah. He's watching 100%. El Dorado. So oh, he's Mitch, Darren, Dunbar is, Darren, Darren Dunbar is definitely Mitch and our skill. Yeah. He's giving I, the game I'd be, away. Uh, I'd be on my school lunch break, and if I went to me, my brand lived in the flats where we lived. So some days I'd go home, he might be over to my brands and I'd go over. And your lunch break, it'd be like wearing the world. I'm not wearing the world, going for gold and mm. um, all them shitty things, you know what I mean? I mean, whereas if it was in my own house, it'd be neighbours or home and away. But mm. the difference when I go to me late and grands, <coughs> Henry, yeah. Ellie. So many great shows there that um, we've brought in on this football podcast. But it's not meant to be about football all night, isn't it? No. We can talk about wherever we now. want on the call-in exactly. show. Please there might be other call-in shows out there having absolute aneurysms over what's going on. Um, we've had a little moment, but short. the biggest thing <laughs> to come out of it is, is that Jim Bones walking around with A4 sheets of paper yeah. and pretending they're five pound notes. Um, rubbing the sweat off his head that some poor yeah, fucker didn't yeah. win a speedboat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I always remember, um, was it Peter Kay done the sketch on on, on them? Um, a really funny sketch he done on um, that show and it was just, it was so real. But so funny yeah. at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. There's one there, Calvin. Calvin must have only had RT one on the telly. Skill around the corner, where in the world in Glenrow on a Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah. but in fairness, Calvin, Calvin, yeah. School around the corner, I thought was on a Saturday. That was Ray Darcy, was it? Did Ray Darcy do the school around? No, school around the corner was. Because they had one on on on, they one up the north as well. Do you remember that was the hosted one up the north? It was very similar. Um, I can't remember what the one up the, in Northern Ireland. Calvin Hill was there, yes. Yeah. So I was in. Who was the host? Um, I can't remember who the host of of School Around the Corner was. And when people say, I'll be going. Oh yeah, of course yeah. it was. But School Around the Where Corner. Where in was, the world? That was Teresa Law, wasn't it? She used to yeah. present that. Yeah. Uh, um, catchphrase. Yeah. Catchphrase, catchphrase was great. Still on my young fellows. Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan, of course. Yeah, it was Jerry, Jerry Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cagney and Lacey there's just so many uh, I used to love that Hill Street Blues um, yeah. Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights if you haven't seen it watch this as Emma Cavanaugh I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. endorse that more and you know yeah. who should watch that um, our Canadian friend Matt should watch Phoenix yeah, Nights because yeah. um, he, he might know what's going on but it's extremely <laughs> funny um, yeah. right can we get out of here it's five minutes it's five past of course we can of yeah. course we can um, we've done a lot of early callers early doors good yeah. chat and then we finished it Blockbusters we're still going. I love it. We Block can go for hours. Give Block us an E, please, Bob. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. If, sorry. If 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 you if there's if any of you have ever watched the Royal Family, right? Um, Ricky Tomlinson. Um, yeah, not the, not the not the no, not the not the Royal Family. Um, but the Royal Family sitcom is fucking amazing. 
right? Uh, Carolina Hearn, she's passed away recently in the last couple of years um, from cancer. But it's it's a genius TV show. Three series they made. They made a couple of specials off the back of it. And it's so fucking good. But if you've watched it and you haven't watched um, Early Doors, right? Is it Early Doors, isn't it? Yeah, Um, it is. And Craig Cash writes it and it's based in a pub. It's meant to be a pub in Manchester or Stockport. And I think they only made two series of it. And that, again, is just so fucking good. They have it on the BBC player at the moment. But if you have IPTV or anything like that, you'll find it. Um, go and watch Early Doors. If you haven't watched The Royal Family, it's an absolute sin. And um, there too, yeah, I'd right. recommend. Um, just Not from just today, you know, from going back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the, the usual ones, Sopranos and The Word and stuff like that. But, honestly, The Royal... Like, Ma from from Canada should be watching The Royal Family mm-hmm. Early Doors and what was the other one uh, Phoenix Nights and he's yeah. just finished he's, fill up on your yeah. English sitcoms yeah and he's uh, northern northern sitcoms you'll be doing yeah, well he's, he's absolutely sorted for a long long time um, Roy that's been it um, really enjoyed it thanks to all the guests can you remember all the guest names we had who did we Shawnee. got Shawnee Bertie Shawnee Shawnee Bertie Gar Sigar Sean tried to get on, but he kept me on himself. Yeah, was that it? Did we forget? So that was it. Four, three and a half. Because Sean, he's more. He's more. Although we did say he found it daunting being a, a caller, but yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, people once, getting once. braver. That's what I like to see. Well, if you like it, um, hit the like button now on your way out. There's been nearly there's over a thousand comments in the chat in the last hour. There was there's three hundred or so watching. There's a hundred and fourteen likes. So if you like this show hit the like button and um, subscribe if you haven't already don't forget that our charity is there if anybody by the way can um sponsor a hole on the golf day a long drive competition and nearest the pin competition or donate as a prize in some way shape or form for this um give us an email at lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com get us through twitter or instagram messages people are always manning them accounts and they'll see it and they'll pass it back to me um but we're literally nearly full for the golf day um and what we need to do now is we need to get sponsorship for each hole on the course um and they start at about 100 quid if you want to pay more you can but this is where we make the bulk of our money on the day the sponsorships for the golf the holes the long drives nearest the pins and then of course if you supply a prize we're going to get them all together we're going to do a massive raffle that night and people really really do be generous with the prizes they give and the amount of money they spend on tickets and that bumps everything up again so um just throwing it out there whether you're watching now and you can think of something or you're listening afterwards you can get in contact with us find a way to do it We, we will definitely get back to you because any of the lads that run the Twitter or the Instagram or the Facebook or whatever it might be have all been told now to keep an eye out for anything like this because we don't yeah. want to um we don't want to miss anyone or miss a chance of getting a sponsorship or a prize that can that can help us get close to this twenty grand. Exactly. If you just want to donate, the link is in the description. If you can't donate, fine, just take the link, send it amongst your family, friends, colleagues. You know what how it how it goes. Um, if you can't make the golf, make the afters. Great night last year, says Emma. Yeah, you can do that. Um, your way of contributing could be the torn up have a few drinks with us throw fucking a load of money at these, these raffle tickets and, and have a good night absolutely yeah. um but every anyway, little helps but yeah exactly every euro helps but looks it looks like everyone's enjoyed this show tonight we enjoy doing it yeah. don't we yeah, um, we and the biggest it, yeah. thing we enjoy about it is people come on they're always good and um, we love the artwork is just the best and uh, there's mm. two crackers coming up in the next two weeks um so um if you don't do anything else just <laughs> 
hit your notifications on Twitter because the, the artwork will show up next next Wednesday. After you like the BJ's one, yeah, you'll love what's to come. Yeah, charity raffle in the pub says Banana Man. Yes, and every prize we get will be there on the night. Last year we had bottles of wine, whiskey, um, lovely cognacs, we had cash, um, yeah. we had we had so much stuff. One lad won three lights for the front of his house, and it turns <laughs> out he was over from England for the day, and yeah, and uh, he had to go back to England with these three lights. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, they were big, they were big, massive lights you put on the front of your house. Uh, I don't know, I think there was Andy game, <laughs> and we thought it was a wind up, but it wasn't. Um, but look, um. Look, and Stuart will listen to this at some stage, and yeah, like, Stuart, yeah. Stuart will, yeah, and and you know something, um. It was a great day last year. It was a great night last year. And if you can help us in any way, just get in contact with us. You might think, oh, I have that, but I'm not sure. Just contact us. We'll tell you. Do you know what I mean? We'll tell you. So, um, yeah, it's one of those. Um, that's it. With Keith, anything else before we go, Keith? No, no. I think that you've been trying, trying to get off for the last 15 minutes. So, yeah. Uh, We'll let you go. But they keep pulling me back in, as your man said. You keep throwing a blade and TV show in and you keep getting yeah. suckered and you go, oh, yeah, and you'll take some random blade and show from the 1987 or something like that and then yeah. we'll be on another tangent, which, I, by the way, I'm a big fan of that approach. Yeah. More of that next week on the phone show, players talking about <laughs> old old TV shows and movies. Sass Copy says, why did one of the locals buy them off the Englishman? Oh, the lights. Um, because... It was funny. No one was taking was them off. Um, I think Not I that honestly they were the think. Players, but they no, were the I think what happened. I think he gave them to his taxi driver the next morning on the way yeah. to the airport. I think, um, but that would have to be. They were big. They were big lights. They were one of them. Imagine these lights that you'd stick outside them. your door, outside yeah. your front door. You know, like they were big, and yeah. then he, he got three of them. Like what, yeah, he couldn't who believe three of them outside the gap. But anyway, um, that's it. Only a um, man with a pantry would buy three of them, wouldn't he? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, he probably bought six and then thought, no, six yeah. is a bit much, and he gave the other yeah. three away. Right, <laughs> that's it. Oh, Sean asked, did you have a chopper or a budgie bike? I wasn't a bike person, and it's it's a bone of contention in the house here. I had a little BMX when I was younger, but I wasn't really... Mag wheels, pegs on it. Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't a bike person. It was No, I wasn't a massive bike then. person either. Yeah, not a biker. I, I fell off my bike when I was 16, ended up in hospital, smacked my head yeah. off the ground. A traumatic experience. PTSD so, after that. Since then. Yeah, and I wasn't into them. As a yeah. kid, I wasn't into them, but the blade and pedal came off. If there's one film um, if there's one film not to watch ever in your life, it's On the Line with Mel Gibson, I think, isn't it? Is it Mel Gibson in it? On the Line? What is it? Yeah. He's a radio show host, and I'm not saying any more about it. It's appalling. Anyway, that's it. Talk to you a bit. Over now. Podcast Network.